And Post Malone, Sunflower, one of my favourite artists is Post Malone. For some reason, Post Malone sounds like an Irish or Scottish name, which brings me nicely to our first guest. Good morning, you're listening to Dave, I'm on the Overboard Show, uh, coming live from Palma de Mallorca. Uh, Maeve will be joining me at about 12 o'clock, but until then, it's just going to be me and a man in the middle of God knows where... I'm joined today by Colin Stewart, who is uh, he's a wonderful man who I met almost a year ago now, just over a year ago at Monaco Show, when we were both guests of IGY, the marina company, and they were hosting um, a James Bond-themed party in the Monaco Yacht Club. Colin, thank you so much. I've been looking forward to speaking with you. It's been too long. Oh, no, Andy. Great, great to hear from you again as well, Dave. Uh, um, oh. uh, you're, you're certainly taking me back to our first meeting, which was a great night, wasn't it? I was, uh, t- to be honest with you, you, were the, you saved my night um, because it was one of these, very, felt very corporate and everybody was being so polite and, and, and as, the, you know, as you would be in the Monaco Yacht Show. And then I met this Celtic man uh, wearing a kilt, and uh, I, for some reason, I was drawn to go and talk with them. And I'm so glad I did. And I'm glad you were there because you made it an exceptionally memorable and fun night. And I thank you for that. Like you, uh, likewise, it's not every day you bump in Blofeld. It's, not, it's, it's probably good that we live in separate countries because I think we'd go out an awful <laughs> lot. And probably as two Celtic men, we'd, we'd probably drink a little bit too much as well. But <laughs> well, we're, we're we're quite good at that, aren't we? We are indeed. But w- <laughs> one of the things that um, first attracted me to you uh, was you, you stood out in the crowd. You were wearing a kilt. I went over, and for some reason, we got chatting. We got on, and you you, you educated me in this because you know I'm um, I, I'm Irish. We actually invented the kilt. I hate to say it, but we did. I claim that. I claim that. And, um, you know, like any good idea, the Scottish took it away from us and made it even better. And, you know, on one side, <clears throat> Kill's very traditional. I think the great, and living in Mallorca, in, uh, especially in the summer when it gets hot, uh, I think the kilt is the perfect thing to wear. But one of the things I noticed was just at the party, the amount of people that, that came to talk to you. Now, you're a handsome man. Don't get me wrong, I oh, think you're, you're a good-looking man for your age. But there was an, an, an inordinate <laughs> amount of... I'll take that as a big compliment. <laughs> take it as you will. <laughs> but one of the things you mentioned to me was um, how the kilt, as a marketing thing, was actually really powerful in that people did gravitate to talk to you. And this got us on to talking about your business, which is yeah. making kilts. And uh, and I found it fascinating. So I was hoping, I, I, yeah, I want to shoot the breeze with you. Talk about rugby and stuff like that in a few minutes. But yeah. um, tell our listeners what you do. Yeah, um, well, Dave, it's a, it's really one of the most simple concepts, um, and probably like a lot of the things, the amount of people that have said to me in the past, you know, that are so simple but so effective. Why has nobody else thought of doing it? And that tends to be the way with a lot of good ideas, I think. But 
basically, as you say, people gravitate towards... It's, it's, it's always after the event, isn't it? It's always after the event that people go, oh, that's so simple. Why didn't everybody do that? But yes, if, it was that yes, exactly. if, if it was that simple, people would have been doing it. <laughs> exactly. But I think, um, I think it's the, the, the uh, ideas uh, that work, the ideas that, 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 that people just resonate with, they, and, they, and they grasp and they get it so easily, it's like, well, it's so obvious. Yeah, um, and it, it actually came around by accident. Um, I, I've been a big uh, Formula One fan for many years now, and we we went to a race in Monza, myself and my friend, just as a pair of race fans. And as us uh, Scots and Celts do, um, we like to wear our kilts when we go to events. We like to dress um, up, yes. Tradition <laughs> with us. So we we had on a traditional Scottish shirt, which is called the ghillie shirt. Um, it doesn't have a zip or buttons down the front. It's a, it's a clear space. So we had logos transferred from our favourite teams onto the shirts to go as fans. We, by day two, were picked up by one of the race directors who really liked the look of what we were doing. He invited us into the Monza VIP area. So, so, sorry, so you're just walking around being a normal fan of Formula One yeah. with your day pass yeah. or whatever, and yeah. this race manager spots you and decides, I want to talk to these guys. Yeah, completely. So we ended up we ended up in the Monza Race Hospitality in the back of the pits. Um, <laughs> we, we, we had our passes swapped out for VIP passes, guests passes, and a bottle of champagne plonked in front of us and you know, told, enjoy the end. There's a Gaelic word for people like you, but I won't say it over the air. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute bleep. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then whilst we were in that hospitality, rubbing shoulders with people that we never thought at the time we'd ever get to rub shoulders with, very starstruck. Um, somebody came to us and said we really like the look and I had I had the Mercedes logos on because I was a bit of a Mercedes man and a, somebody came along and said how much are Mercedes paying you to wear that? And I said oh well they're not paying us anything we're not actually even supposed to be here so did you say that out loud or did you just think those words because I want to stay quiet uh, no, for said, a moment <laughs> I, I said it out loud um, and uh, the gentleman said to me, he says, well, they should be paying you. And that was the light bulb. That was the moment where I thought, wait a minute, if we're creating this attraction and being stopped by probably at least at that time, a hundred other fans a day and asked to take a picture, all, all the so all but, the sorry, people people would just stop you on the street or sorry, stop yeah. you in in there and go can we take a picture with you yeah yeah um uh, now that we do it at the level that we're doing it at a at a standard grand prix weekend i actually take a clicker with me so that i can record for marketing purposes exactly how many pictures we have taken do you store your clicker in your sporran or is that something a gentleman exactly should ask? Do. 
I certainly do, amongst other things. I don't, I all, don't want to go there. <laughs> they're all legal and above board to talk about. <laughs> I think it's that my mother would kill me talking about another man's sporran like that. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, a, that clicker will now record over a weekend, certainly in excess of 500 photographs. Jesus. Taken by other people. Um, Beyonce, no. Beyonce doesn't even get that. Oh, uh, are we, we more popular than Beyonce? Re, wow, Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna may, but Beyonce over five hundred. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, nowadays, of course, social media—the first thing people do with a photograph is they share it. So that's where it kind of it, it sort of hit me then and said, "Oh, wait a minute." We can tell companies that they're going to be shared X amount of times. They're going to be photographed X amount of times. And can, can you quantify how much it would get shared? I mean, is that something you can actually track or is that something you're just aware of? It's a very difficult thing really to track unless you get every single person to agree to um, put in a hashtag when they post. Ah, okay. Um, so, so, some do, some don't. Um, it depends. They might take the picture and not post it for two days. They might take the picture when they've been slightly inebriated and forget the hashtag. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, so it is a hard thing to, to to quantify, but we know what's happening. Do you, do you ever think of bringing little cards with you and just saying to people when they take your photograph, "Would you mind hashtagging me if you do that on social media?" That is actually something that we've just had printed. You must be a mind reader. Well, it's such a simple idea. Everybody should think of it. Yeah, yeah. Away, away from our business cards, we have actually just had a, <laughs> you're right, simple ideas. Um, yeah, away from our, our traditional business card, we now do have a little card that we can hand to people and they can just stick it in the phone box. Yeah, because you, you don't want them all to have your phone number and personal details. Maybe some yeah. of them you do want to, but um, it might be a way of just saying, yeah. I, I was good enough to let you take a photograph. Just put a step, stick a hashtag in there. Um, yeah, that's the, the, the great. That's one of the great things about an F one weekend is no matter where you are, if you are out trackside with fans, if you're in a corporate event, if you're in a VIP event, you never know who you're going to meet and where you're going to meet. So, Colin, d d d tell tell me, you're not just doing this for Formula One. Because this this can be done at yacht shows. This can be done at any, especially trade shows that um, you know, brands a company. Yes, exactly. Um, that is something that we'd, we'd like to move into. Um, we're currently at the stage, Dave, um, of being ready for that expansion. Uh, we, we've managed to prove, prove the point of what we can do. Um, and we now can see that, yes, it can be moved into other areas. We can represent companies at trade shows, etc. no matter where that be. This, I hope, doesn't sound in any way sexist or misogynistic, but when I go to, I, I do an awful lot of trade shows, and um, I, you know, I do yacht shows now, but before I was doing yachts, I was in technology, and I would do a lot of technology shows, etc., and one of the marketing and branding things that is, it's it's become so common now that personally I'm just blind to it, 
um, companies that will hire, say, three very attractive young ladies, um, yeah. and they put their uh, normally a size or two too small uh, outfit on them with the branding of the company, and their sole purpose is to walk around the trade show. The idea being that guys will be attracted by the good-looking women and yeah. subliminally will see their brand and associate it with pretty women, and thank you very much. Yeah. Personally, and I don't know if it's because I have four daughters, live with five women, including two female dogs, and I believe two female turtles, that I'm personally, <laughs> or maybe I'm just at that age, but I'm immune to that. But... Seeing a gentleman in a kilt walking down, say, a yacht show in Singapore or, or, or wherever it might be, that would stand out, and exactly what you're doing in Formula One. Um, so if I was a Lursons or a Fedship, having that brand on your T-shirt, um, that's value. Exactly what you're yeah. doing with Formula One. I mean, it's, it's no difference. No, 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 it's, it's no different. It can be applied all over and you, you've touched on a, for me, a very, very valid point there. That's you, a first for me. <laughs> <laughs> traditional, inadvertent commas, uh, grid girl look. Okay. Yeah. Um. Know that we know that F1 have already got rid of having grid girls on for various reasons. Um, Actually, I think but, politically, it's not it's not seen as being a positive anymore, is it? And no, it's it's not. Um, no. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, as, as you say, what we can do is we can we can advertise a company's brand in a very engaging manner, hmm. um, where people are actually drawn to come and rather than shy away. Um, you know, it's not every guy that wants to go up and stand beside a lycra-clad lady and have their their picture taken. Um, but we can we can converse with with ladies, with gentlemen, in an unoffensive way to anybody. In fact, quite the opposite. Um, it's well, an attractive way. I, I, I think that there, is, there is something else to it, though. Um, while the kilt grabs the attention in a crowd, and it certainly does, it stands out very much in a crowd, um, I think if you were to put uh, the, the back row from the Scottish team into it with their rugby looks... People might notice it, but they wouldn't necessarily go to engage. So, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, not wanting to seem inappropriate, but you, you, you have a very pleasant, smiley face. And so it's the, the barrier to actually talking. So I think it's a combination of who's in the kilt as well as the kilt itself. The kilt grabs the attention, but I think the person um, gives off that receptive, come talk to me, I'll have a chat with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and that's, I mean, I have i have several guys um, who come out with me to do these events um, and they're all very similar to me. Um, they're really engaging guys. They're happy, they're smiley, they're friendly. Can you use they'll the term coming out? Yeah. When you Can you yep, use yep. the term coming out when you're talking about five or six men in skirts? Ah, no. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. 
Uh, yeah, they, these chaps who travel to the events with me. That's <laughs> but no, that, that's you the see, whole this is the it. problem. This is what happened at the Monaco show. I'm talking with you and I'm becoming an infantile schoolboy again. <laughs> yeah, because people, do you know what I mean? Marketing, um, to me, I mean, my, my history, Dave, I, I think I said to you when we met, that my history is not in marketing. My history is in construction. Um, I'm, a, I'm a trained carpenter to tea. Um, uh, and this is just something that, that came around. You're actually but speaking I now do. from, uh, you're at a construction site as we speak. Yeah, yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting ready to build ourselves home in the Highlands, where it's very cold this morning, although it's lovely and bright, crisp and sunny. Um, probably not quite as warm as where you are. Um, but, uh, but, but, yeah, it's... Um, it's this whole aspect of friendliness and, and making people have a good time and feel like they're having a good time mm. and not being too corporate about things. Yeah. It, marketing, in my opinion, can be fun. There's no reason why it shouldn't be fun. Um, I, I think it's all about it. It's engaging people. And I think if you have fun, um, like the, there was a, a thing my dad used to do, and it was... It, he was uh, very, like, he, he was adamant about it. He said, you never leave people without leaving them smiling. Because no. in, in business, he always would greet people with a smile, and he'd always end up telling a funny story, so that when you walk away, that person is left with a warm, good feeling. And I think marketing is yeah. about that. It's that you introduce whatever it is to the person, but you should leave with them having a good, warm feeling that they want to engage again with that product or with that company or with whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, most most definitely. Um, leave a lasting impression. Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's the thing I, I run by. As one phrase that I do use is that because of what we do, especially if it's, you know, if you come to Scotland, you might expect to see somebody in a kilt. If you go to Monaco, you don't necessarily expect to see somebody in a kilt. No. So I kind of go with the theme of <coughs> so there's certain things in life that can't be unseen. And once you see it, <laughs> I say that you every don't morning. It. I say that every morning yeah. when I'm about to shave. <laughs> but but once you see us, you you don't forget us. I'll, I'll meet people two years down the line. And they'll come to me and go, oh, hey, hi, how are you doing? I met you two years ago. Yeah. Because they remember me because how we stand out. Now, if they remember us, they're going to remember the brand. Very true. Very true. Um, so, yeah. And how many shows would you do a year? I, I would like to do as many as possible. That's <laughs> Good answer. That's... That's that's where I'd like to be, um, yeah. A, I can I can see that this this business can be, um, be can really be be grown, um, and we 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 can have teams working at events. Maybe you know, a, if there's three events on at one weekend, then we have three teams in different parts of the world doing mm -hmm. the events. Um, there's you know there there's there's lots of good Scotsmen all around the world. Uh, who could be second second <laughs> only to Irishman <laughs> yeah yeah <coughs> excuse me 
we're a bit like rats, aren't we, Dave? Yep. We're never more than two feet from one. Yeah, you know? we've infested every continent. <laughs> yeah, some of us are slightly better at rugby than others, but hey. <laughs> now, now, there's a subject. Um, I, I, what's your view on the uh, the World Cup? Are you enjoying it? I, mean, I am enjoying the, the World Cup. Um, I tell you what I'm really enjoying is the spirit of the Japanese. Aren't they amazing? Yeah, and yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't, it's, you know, the Irish, we have the leprechauns in Ireland. And when, when the camera panned onto the, the, the crowds, you see loads of Japanese supporters wearing the Irish outfits. And then you see a couple of them dressed up as leprechauns. Yeah, and it's been, yeah, that's, <laughs> and they look that's, great. that's why I do love. Yeah, um, I love it for that reason because the fans, you know, um, I remember once being at a, a rugby match in Murrayfield in Edinburgh in Scotland, and they were playing the Springboks. Scotland were playing the Springboks, and at half time, the fans were outside in the car park having a rugby match together. Wow! Now, what, what other sport? That would never happen in, in the game of football. No, they go outside you know? and have a different game. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, you, I, what I, yeah. I, and was it the football, actually, when you mentioned I think it was the football uh, World Cup, the last one. I think it was. And uh, the Japanese, well, one of the commentators was saying that after the game, the Japanese fans brought plastic bags with them. And after the game, they started picking up their own litter. In, yeah. the, in the stand. And he yeah, said, it's, it's, it's a cultural thing. He said, that, you know, they, they come with the idea that it was clean when I got here, it should be clean when I leave it. I thought, yeah. well, who yeah. does that? I haven't, I haven't had the privilege yet to go to Japan. No, somewhere I'd love I would to. Love to <coughs> Excuse me. It's Excuse the me. season for um, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's very much like, a, well, Singapore... This is our for certainly for Formula One. We've just done our third year at Singapore Grand Prix, um, and the culture out there and the respect of the mm. people. I absolutely love that city. Yeah, I, I love it too. Um, and so clean. Yeah. They have ashtrays. At least when I was there, they had ashtrays on the street, little ashtrays all around the place, so that people wouldn't put their cigarettes on the street. Yeah, There's not even chewing gum there. There's nothing. This it's so clean, and the people are lovely. No, no. You just, you just, you just wouldn't dare, you just wouldn't dare litter in Singapore. No, no um, you, because you understand the consequences. You know, it's not even um, that. It's just so clean. You're just like I, I can't be the one to do that. You know, just ethically, or you've just yeah. sit with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And believe, believe it or not, believe it or not, I'm only, I'm only fifty. I know you can't believe that. I know your listeners can't see me. That you're, <laughs> you're younger than me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Of course you are. So, <laughs> but you know, you 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 get on the metro, and a not not treating you like you're you're over the hill. But if there's young kids on seats, they'll get up and they'll get off, and mm. and they'll give you a seat. Not because you're old in inverted commas, but be, because you're a, a, a peer, you're an adult. Yeah. Out of respect, I will have to say, um, I have to say this in defense of the French because the French often get bad press about um, not liking tourists and foreigners and things. But 
we moved. We used to live in France before we moved to Mallorca. And yeah. when we were there, our second daughter was still in nappies and was being carried. You know, she was a baby. And we were getting the train from Antibes to Nice. And we got on the train and it was packed. And there was a group of four guys. Um, and they were, you know, in the tracksuit with a baseball bat hat backwards and chains on them, all trying to look like Eminem. Yeah. And uh, so I'm standing there with the baby in my arms. Next thing, these four guys kind of stand up like really quickly. Yeah. And my first thought was, holy crap, they're going to beat me up. You know, it, <laughs> it felt really intimidating. There was suddenly these four guys just yeah. kind of towering over me. And my stomach went tight. I remember the feeling of like, oh, what the hell's going on here? And they all jumped up at the same time saying, sit, take my seat. Which yeah, which yeah, has never happened to me before, and I and I had to have to hand that to the uh, the French that um, they they also did things like that. So it was it was uh, it was a scary moment, but it was yeah, uh, it was a yeah. nice side to them. That's that's what I that's what I do love about living in Scotland as well. You know, um, we're the old values. We are we are a pretty friendly nation up here. Uh, especially up here in the Highlands. I mean, I, I live in, in Inverness, which is quite far up into the yeah. Highlands. Everyone we, loves we, the Scottish. We, we, well, see, we got, we, gra we got grades. We got grades, though, because, you know, um, the World Cup is on, and had it been Scotland and Wales uh, left in, in the play, uh, the Irish would go for the Scottish. But then yes. when the Scottish get knocked out, then we go down to the Welsh. So right now we're all going... Uh, Going with the red shirts. What's your predictions for the rugby? Hey. What's your hopes? Um, well, my hopes, my hopes is I, I, I would like I would like to see Wales going as far as they possibly can. Um, but I think the tournament's going to go to the blacks. Yeah, I was saying that to my daughter the other night. We were talking about it, and she's only seven. And I said, you know, traditionally. Uh, in the competition like this, if the All Blacks are still in it, they're, they're going to win it. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, the, 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 the strange thing about the All Blacks is um, they get homesick. And yeah. when, when they go on short little test tournaments or whatever, you know, short things, they're fine, they're great, they are the All Blacks. But when they go on yeah. a long tournament, by the time they start getting into the finals, a lot of them get yeah, really homesick can... and it affects the game. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, as much as they didn't do us any favours, I, I still wish they were <laughs> I wish they were in it. Uh, because they're, they're, they've, this year they've really opened my eyes uh, as to how they can play rugby. The determination and the fight of these mm. guys. Uh, it, was, it was quite superb. Quite superb. But I think, I think they've done their country, their people, and the game of rugby I think they've done it all proud. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to see the host. They're still in it, aren't they, the Japanese? The, the, the Japanese, they're still in it, aren't they? they no, they're out. No, no, they got knocked out. They got knocked out. Yeah, right. yeah, they're out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they did well. They did very, very well. They're yeah. a great team. Yeah, they certainly did. They yeah. certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Back, back to kills for a second. Yeah, certainly. You don't just market. Am I just going on memory here? Do you manufacture as well? 
No, we, 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 we don't manufacture ourselves. Uh, we, we work with a, a kilt maker in Inverness. Okay. They, they've supported us from the concept of the idea. Um, but, but one thing that we can do, and it's something that we're looking to also expand into, is we can create a, a tartan a, for an individual or for a company. We can look at taking the, the, the elements of the company or the, the family colours and creating your own tartan, which is registered with the Tartan Register of Scotland. Oh, a bit like a coat of arms. Yes. So uh, you, do, you don't have to be Scottish to have a tartan. Anybody can devise a tartan. Do you have to have like a grandmother or grandfather Scottish? Because I think everybody in the world has one somewhere in the closet. Well, yeah, everybody does. In there with everybody. the Irish missionary, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, it, it's something that anybody can have, eh, whether it's something they would just like to have, whether they would like to have some either a kilt or some fashion items made in their own tartan that nobody else in the world is going to have so, because it's unique to them. For example, if I wanted to have a, a, a rainbow tartan, um, yeah. if it wasn't taken already, we could do something like that. Yes. Yes, you can put any elements into it. We, we work with you and the design house and we can have that created. Um, which brings me to something else which is maybe a bit prevalent for the show that we're on. Um, if somebody was to devise their own, design their own tartan, whether it be just for themselves or for their company, it's something that they can then introduce into their super yacht as well. So if somebody wanted to have a unique super yacht, they can uh -huh. have their own tartan or their own company tartan on the soft furnishings, on the curtains, and that yacht is unique to... Well, with these days, you could even have it um, on the hull as a paint job. You could have it on the hull as a paint job, as a wrap. You can have it into the centre of your car, car seats in your Lamborghini or your Porsche or whatever. Um, it's, it's a theme that can be carried right through. And it's unique. Once it's yours, it's stamped and nobody can touch and it. And it's registered as yours. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting concept that, that, that is. we've had a bit of interest from. And um, if it's if it's a kilt and I'm a company, I could have a kilt with my logo on it. Yes, yeah, we can even we can we can even weave it into that. Um, we we made a I think I, I said to you when I met you in Monaco. Um, I'm pleased, <laughs> uh, privileged to be able to say that it's I class now as a, a friend of mine. But we, we had a kilt made for Eddie Jordan. Eddie, he pops up everywhere. What a great guy. He <laughs> He's a lovely little guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's such fun. And and um, and he looks great in Lycra. <laughs> he, did a, <laughs> he did a bicycle I, race at Monaco Yacht Show. Um, yeah. It's, it's less of a race. It's Access uh, Marine who provide communications, VSAT and 4G for yachts. Uh, do a yeah. charity bicycle ride and Eddie yeah. Eddie uh, joined them this year and so there's a picture around social media of Eddie with his bicycle sporting um, uh, green lycra 
or orange lycra. Yeah. I think it was the orange lycra. Yeah. He looked great. Yeah. And I tell you, he's if, a great character. If I if I had a if I had a body like that at the at his tender age, um, I'd be very proud of myself too. He likes to keep himself fit. Okay, I have a picture of you wearing a kilt. I don't need you in lycra right now. <laughs> I haven't need to have <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> No, no, that's not an image you really want to have. <laughs> Once imagined, never lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, Eddie does. He does the the charity bike ride, and he he also does that with another a friend of mine that um, we we've met now through through Eddie actually, and through Monaco, um, who is one of the guys who does some of the the, the top uh, super yacht hospitality in the Marina Four F One. Um, which is a, it's another thing that we've now sort of got ourselves into. And we have the various options for people if they're looking for hospitality uh, over an F1 weekend, um, they can come to us and, and we've got all the connections now to uh, facilitate their needs for the weekend as well and pass them on to the right place. So, so how, how would people find you? Uh, people can find us. Uh, I, I use LinkedIn a lot. Um, I'm, I'm quite not going to say big on LinkedIn as in like anyway on LinkedIn I don't mean that uh, I'm big on using LinkedIn quite a lot um, I find it a really good tool um, because there's no there's no nonsense on LinkedIn mm. yeah it's not a yeah. Facebook thing it's a it's a business tool yeah, yeah it's a business mm. tool and, and generally if somebody comes to you and says hey what about this then you're starting off a reasonably positive conversation yep. straight away um, Actually, uh, so, and you don't think it's some sort of weirdo um, trying to contact you? It's you know, it's 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 a business tool. I think I, I like yeah. LinkedIn. Big fan. Yeah, of they 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 get weeded out quite quickly. I think on there. So so that's a, that's a good thing. You know, people are very supportive of each other, and if characters like that come along, they they tend to disappear quite quick. Um, so we threw myself a uh, Colin Stewart Kiltad's Motorsport Marketing. On LinkedIn, uh, we are also at Kiltads on Instagram. That's K I L T A D. K I L T A D S. Kiltads. Yeah, we advertise clever. with kilts. Very clever. Um, so and uh, the at Kiltads on Instagram and at Kiltads on Twitter as well. So uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, also so yeah we're trying to cover all bases excellent um i gotta got work on my tartan now don't i i've got yeah. one actually because no? our family my mother was a campbell all oh, uh, right um uh, that's a name from that's a name that's quite uh, a bit north of us the campbells uh, and yeah. th I thank you for saying that because most people when I, I say that they go aren't they the sheep stealers <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that to you. You're far too much of a gentleman. <laughs> I would never say that to you because I'm a Stuart. Indeed. Yeah, and, and we're Stuart, UA as in the Royal Stuart. The which I, okay, as which, in Stuart of the, uh, the War of the Roses, Stuart. Yeah, I, I believe it was changed by Depot many, many years ago before we were all arrested, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's why you're hiding out in the Highlands <laughs> in a mobile home on a building site. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, 
that is it. The connection's got a little bit crackly at my end here. Okay, well, we've got to wrap up anyway because we've got a um, a show to continue into into twelve. So, um, just remains for me to thank you very much for being with us today, Colin. And uh, I've really, really enjoyed catching up with you. We should talk more often. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, great to uh, talk to you again and to see you again because we're we're live on Skype together just now, so we can see each other and nobody else can. The, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love to, lovely to see you again, and I hope it's not too long before we meet. Yeah, well, we'll keep in touch and uh, through LinkedIn. Actually, that's how we, we kind of rekindled our, our friendship here was through LinkedIn. So yeah, uh, sure. we'll definitely, um, yes, absolutely. I think you're a dangerous man Great. to know because <laughs> I'd be afraid next time we go out <laughs> drinking together, but I do look forward to it. Um, thanks again, Colin. Yeah, well, I hope your I hope your 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 um, your listeners have have found it a little bit of fun and, and a, a bit interesting and informative. And, I, th- I think it's, it's unique. It's absolutely unique. Yeah. It's a brilliant concept. Um, I personally know it works because I've been at a night out with you and I've I've seen how many people gravitate towards it and. Um, I think it's a great concept. I, 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 you, have to, you have to push this out further. Uh, it, it, yeah. The idea demands that you do that. It's, it's too good not to. And, and I wish you all the success in it. Thank you very much indeed, Dave. Colin Stewart from Kilt Ads. K-I-L-T-A-D-S. It's a unique way of marketing and branding your company. And um, it's, it's something you need to talk uh, look at. And we are now going to go to some music, going to go to some news. And when we come back, uh, we will have Maeve in the studio with me. You're listening to The Overboard Show. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> 